As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you, Off-Broadway, and welcome back to the EraCast, where we talk about all kinds of topics from business and sports and entertainment to things that matter around the country or Wisconsin specifically, where I'm located. I'm being selfish that way, I guess. And uh, today we're in episode eight. The topic is Sports Wisconsin, an organization that is designed to not only catalog all of the sporting venues and opportunities we have in this state, but also to showcase it to basically the rest of the country and perhaps beyond. Here to talk with me about that is Carrie Grieving. And Carrie, what's your title with this? I am the event director. Event director. There's a whole lot of people involved in this. I wasn't sure what your specific title was. Yes, we all have um, our own kind of niche that we fall into. Um, and there's a bunch of us throughout the state that are on this organization and work together. So we're all kind of the same, but different. Now, Wisconsin sports, you know, a lot of people think about the major league sports and the Packers and the Brewers and the Bucks. And, but uh, this is not about that. This is about the next level of sporting events, whether it's college, non-professional, semi-pro or just leagues of right. people that want to gather somewhere. Wisconsin is a great place to come. Not a lot of people know that. That's why you're here, right? Exactly. All of those teams that you mentioned, the Brewers and the Packers, they have their own promotional teams. They have their own entirely devoted, huge <laughs> marketing departments um, to capture their audience and showcase their brand and do all of that. But what Wisconsin really needed was kind of... Um, a comprehensive plan for those that want to bring events here and where they can go. Who has the facilities? Who has the right atmosphere? All those kinds of things that are important when you put on an event. And so that's what we do. And so that's for all of the unusual sports, too. I mean, we hear about things like, um, and I, I saw it, you referencing it on the uh, website, Coob. Ah, uh, yes, Coob. Which very few people know about, but it's lawn bowling, but there's a kind of thing. Right. Of, kind of. And it's got a huge following in various parts of the country. Yes. Wisconsin has a specialty in that. There's a lot of specialties Wisconsin has that people don't know about. Yep, exactly. And Eau Claire is essentially our center for Coob. Mm -hmm. uh, they have all, they have festivals and it's played as a league. It's wildly popular in certain communities throughout the state. And that goes for all sorts of different, quote, non-traditional sports, which is what we do. We are here to show that it doesn't have to be baseball and football. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. um, and baseball, that's, football, hockey. Right. But soccer, 
which can be all kinds of different things. We don't have a major league soccer team here, but we have a lot of great venues and both soccer and like hockey. When you're talking collegiate high school and on down league play level, uh, we have so many great venues for that. Right. We really, really do. And I think what people don't understand for that or understand as much is that a soccer field can be used for anything. It doesn't have to just be soccer. Another thing that goes hand in hand with that is that people don't realize there are USA national clubs for kickball. So we can attract those kinds of people to come here, to stay in our hotels, to visit our cities, dine in our restaurants. So it starts with sports, but it encompasses our entire destination. This really does tie into, and I don't want to say it ties into tourism per se, but it's big business. Huge A lot business. of sports. And we, we focused on this uh, when I've done some shows related to this on Discover Wisconsin. That's why Coob came to mind. We, <laughs> we played a little bit of that. But there are so many places outside of, you think of Miller Park and Camp Randall and Lambeau. There's a lot of venues, really terrific ones around the state that need that kind of push. I mean, what's it called now? The Fox Fox City Stadium where the Timber Rattlers play. It's now... Uh, it's Neuroscience Group Field. Neuroscience Group Field at Fox City exactly. Stadium. Exactly. That is the name. And that is a terrific ballpark. It is. And it, it can be used for so many different things. It can. And it, that's the thing about these ballparks that are not Miller Park. You can go there and most of the seats, if you if you want to hear what's happening on the field, you want to hear the coaches and the players talking, you can do that. Or if you want to bring your family and you want to go sit out in the grass and have a picnic and eat dinner and do that, you can do that. You could bring business um, to the suites. It's the versatility of all these different types of venues that we have that you don't realize until you're sitting there and you realize there's a ton of different people around you all doing different things. And a lot of these venues are available. For example, um, Wisconsin Rapids, there's a cool old stadium where the woodchucks play, but they're not there all the time. Nope. There's a great stadium uh, in Carson Park in Eau Claire. Uh, there's a nice one in Beloit where the snappers play. Right. Yeah. Uh, just just the Northwoods League cities here have a lot to offer. Madison has Bree Stevens Field. They don't have a Northwoods League team playing there, but that that's a soccer venue. But they have great concerts and a lot of other events there. And speaking of Madison and Warner Park, they have what they call the Duck Pond where the Mallards play. Those are available for so many other things when the Northwoods League teams aren't playing there. And they only have like a two, three month season. Right. In Racine, we have a um, softball baseball complex that used to be called Home Run Heaven. (laughs) It's right there on 94 and Highway 11, and it's under new ownership now. They've changed names, become the fields at Yorkville, doing renovations, getting things, um, you know, just a little updated. But essentially, the, the structure is fantastic. Just a little bit of a, you know, outside thinking. And all of a sudden, you have all different kinds of tournaments there. It doesn't have to just be baseball and softball, but they've added lights. You could play at night now. It's leagues. You could even bring your kids there and just play. Just casually. Yep. Just play a pickup game. Similar to that at the Milwaukee County Sports Complex Mm -hmm. in Franklin. Yep. And, And the point of, I guess, Sports Wisconsin is to point out there are venues like this all over the state, including way up north where you may not think there are many. Right. And you have to think outside of, okay, so maybe I'm not looking for a stadium. Maybe I'm looking for a park that offers kayaking or canoeing. You know, where you could have tournaments or something. Where you could bring in the sports. And we haven't even considered talking about fishing. That might be a whole podcast Uh, in itself. (laughs) Oh, fishing. Yes. Um, I will fully admit that fishing is not my my scene, but I am surrounded by people that I work with who love to fish and they bring in tournaments that come back every single year. Hundreds and hundreds of anglers who who catch these bass and these walleye and then uh, they come back the next year. And then the next year and the next year after that. And if they have to move off of the Mississippi and lacrosse, they go to Green Bay. 
they stay in Wisconsin, which is what we want to do. Or like Winnebago, you know, they have sturgeon competitions oh. and they have they have specialty competitions all over the state. And I mean, with all the lakes and rivers we have, right. I mean, it's <laughs> there's a dizzying array of options <laughs> there's, for that. There's a lot of water and there's a lot you can do on the water around here. So we've talked some specific sports and a couple of venues. Uh, sports Wisconsin overall, though, I mean... The reason it's here is to compete with other states for the business and the opportunities for hosting these events. Exactly. My frame of reference, I lived in Texas for seven or eight years, went to high school down there uh, where football is king, Friday Night Lights and everything. But they have they have a lot of venues and they're big on sports. They promote themselves heavily. So it's very nice. For example, you know, I know Texas was vigorous about that and Florida and some of these southern states. I haven't seen it as much in the Midwest, so it's good to see Wisconsin saying, you know what, let's take what we have, let's gather our assets, note what they all are, and push them out to everybody and try and get some business out of it. It's encouraging to see that happening in this state, especially because we're kind of starting to grow a lot more. Right. And sports are important here, which I don't think a lot of people immediately assume with the Midwest in general outside of football or cold, (laughs) wintry types of things. Or softball. Or softball. That kind of... um, mentality of like we're a sports state that you said texas is about that mm-hmm. florida is about that california beaches the midwest is finally waking up a bit and wisconsin is leading the charge if you ask me because we are um looking outside of what we've done in the past and trying to bring in the new you know generation of sports because it it really doesn't matter if you have a stadium if you're going to host the usa yoga championship nationals that's wild and that's what they're gonna do that that's what's very happening peaceful this and summer. flexible actually wait that's happening <laughs> it's happening oh it i was is. just gonna make a wise ass remark you the best national- not what is because it, the- madison will get here and they will be sassy about that no it's, <laughs> i want to hear i want let me sassy yoga by the way that I, sounds good actually i should consider that event um it is the usa yoga national championships and it's happening in madison on monona terrace next week Ah, well, by the time you hear this on this podcast, it will probably have already happened. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you something, that sounds cool. In fact, I think I might have mentioned that because we have another event going on up there pretty soon. And uh, I think I remember hearing it because that's a great place for yoga where you right? overlook the lake and you can mm-hmm. see the capital. And wow, that would be really cool. Yeah. So that's an unusual event. Right. And that's kind of what Madison is. Uh, they are very progressive obviously, in uh, a lot of different aspects. And sports is one of them. And we consider things like uh, U.S chess championships quidditch is is a sport yes yeah quidditch what what is quidditch uh it's inspired by harry potter oh that's right so you ride a broomstick (laughs) run around a soccer field um and it is i have to tell you it's extremely popular (laughs) was this inspired by as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Harry Potter or hallucinogens? I don't know. Either. Yeah, it could go either way. Quidditch (laughs) sounds like when Sean Connery tells you to stop doing something. (laughs) Quidditch. Quidditch. Quidditch, you. So, yes, exactly. So the point is, there's all kinds of different sports and events that can be hosted. There really are, and it it falls into uh, it's not a category anymore because things that you might not think of as sports, like chess, like I just mentioned, we consider flying to be a sporting event, and Oshkosh is obviously well with yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The definition of sport can be very wide. I know I've turned on ESPN and seen poker. On there. So anything can be a sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, EAA, I mean, flying is a sport. It's a very creative thing. And Whitman Field becomes the world's busiest airport. I was just going to say that. For 10 days. Isn't that crazy? All this happens. That is wild to me. I've honestly never been, but I think this summer might be my first time. It is a great time. It's a really wild experience because you see so many different types of aircraft. And that just kind of plays to the creativity of people. And Wisconsin's a great place for, for creative people to gather. Yes. Along with, you know, athletic people. Right. And so I think something like EAA is good for that. But some other sporting events kind of bring that in, too, mm-hmm. in venues. Yes. Another thing that falls into that is we used to have this mindset that an event took place in one venue. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you had an event. It lasted for one weekend and it was in one place. That's no longer the case. Um, we've really started to branch out and make the idea of games, um, the Badger State Games, mm-hmm. Wisconsin Senior Olympics, all of those kinds of organizations, they utilize multiple venues. So you're playing basketball here, but you're going over here for archery. You're, you get to see a lot more of um, communities, a lot more cities within one event. And uh, the, like the, uh, 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 what's up? Which one's up in Wausau? Badger State Games. Yeah. Like with the Badger State Games up in Wausau, if you're driving around, you see different signs pointing you to different venues for different events. Right. And yep. that just kind of adds a little bit of extra excitement to a town. It does. And when people are attending too. Right. And it's really nice to be able to do something like that for a wide range of people. It's you know, as much as I may like baseball or basketball myself, not everyone does. But they certainly might go check out pickleball or <laughs> something. Pickleball is getting very popular. It is amongst the hottest those sport in the states. Slightly it's wild. older, I know. On average, yes, that's on average. Uh, you know, for the younger hotshots, surfing is popular. Yep. And there's a reason they call Sheboygan the Malibu of the Midwest. Yes, it's, it's crazy. People don't think of Wisconsin and surfing. No, unless it's the web. No. But sure enough, Lake Michigan has some great waves sometimes. And you can wear a wetsuit way down into cold temperatures if you're not me. And <laughs> or me. <laughs> so they've had, like they've had in the past the Dairyland Classic, yeah. which is was the largest freshwater surfing competition in the world. And I don't think it's going on right now. No. Hopefully mm-hmm. at some point something like that can come back. But these are the kind of events that Sports Wisconsin is trying to help generate and promote and sustain. Right. And while it it works for all these new things like surfing, which I had, we had people in over the winter who surfed Lake Michigan in February. I think I remember seeing something like that on yeah, Facebook. I'm sure and- you saw the photos, like the icy beards and all of this. And these these people are crazy. And while that's new and exciting, Wisconsin has built pretty heavily their, their sports culture on rivalry. Mm-hmm. So we try and take that into consideration too. The oldest high school... Um, rivalry in the state is in Green Bay. Yes, and the oldest interstate rivalry in the nation 
is half in Wisconsin, half in the UP. See? Menominee Marinette. There you go. So. Like that, this is history that you don't have to be a sports fanatic to think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But it, it is pretty cool. Well, there's a lot of unique trivia pieces about sports in Wisconsin. There is. Oh, yes. And so venues now, Sports Wisconsin is marketing itself partially within the state, but more so outside of the state. Is that correct? Right. Yes. So you have a website, sportswisconsin.com. Yep. Where you explain why Wisconsin is a great choice. And you're, you're marketing it as a four season destination. Of course, that varies by sport. Uh, yes, most definitely. Yeah, you know, skiing, well, snow skiing here in July is pretty sucky, <laughs> yeah. actually. <I> mean. <laughs> and uh, beach volleyball in January, equally sucky. Uh, yes, I would not recommend either. But flip the two and it's awesome. Awesome, yes. We all work as ambassadors um, throughout the state. We get together, we meet, we learn about each other, what each destination has to offer. And then we go out and we just promote. It's it's fun to bring in something new, not even new, maybe just something different that maybe I can't host in Racine, but uh, Joel could host in Green Bay or Jeremiah in La Crosse. It, that's how it works. We're, we're a team, which not a lot of states do that. So there's really more about a spirit of cooperation here in Wisconsin now that's helping. Yes, it's it's a it's a pretty awesome atmosphere. That hasn't always been the case, I don't think. In Wisconsin, as in most places, everybody gets people want to protect their fiefdoms Mm -hmm. uh, within their places. And it really tends not to help a lot of places. Even Texas will do that, too. I mean, Texas is a big United State. Yep. Trust me, they tell you all the time. But, you know, (laughs) Dallas and San Antonio will compete with each other. Right. So you always have that as an issue. But I think with sports, Wisconsin, it's, it's kind of being led in a way where everybody will benefit. Right. Working together. Exactly. And I mean, you cross the border from Illinois into Wisconsin and there's Kenosha and they have a representative who works on sports for them. Then there's Racine and then there's Milwaukee and you just head straight up the coast and all of those cities could be competing against each other. But that's just not the mindset that we have. And it's if I can host it, you can host it or I can help with little bits and pieces of it. Hotel rooms, activities, volunteers. We are a group and a lot of outside sporting organizations or groups, they find that, I think, pretty comforting so that if something were to happen, there's always somebody to pick you up. And that is so good to know that everybody's working together. And and to get back to some of the amenities, you know, we've talked about Wisconsin. A lot of people don't think of world-class venues, but there's so many, even in like racing, for example. Mm -hmm. I mean, Elkhart Lake, that's fantastic. Milwaukee Mile has been, it's the world's (laughs) largest, not the world's largest, the world's oldest continuously operating oval even though continuously can be loosely (laughs) defined right now. But drivers all over the country, whether it's NASCAR, Indy, or what have you, they all love the Milwaukee Mile. I know they all hope, if you talk to them, Mm -hmm. they always always say that's one of their favorite tracks. It's one of their favorite places to drive. Um, And Elkhart Lake is similar. Yep. Uh, And there's other tracks. I mean, dirt track racing has been very popular. The National Midget Racing Hall of Fame, midgets are cars, not people, uh, is in Sun Prairie's Angel Park. (laughs) And uh, trust me, if I tell people I'm going to the midget races, they get all like, no, it's their cars. So, but that's (laughs) not, it's funny with, even with, with racing. And I, I say this because my family's had a history of having race cars in there and owning them and stuff like that. The midgets, not the, not fancy cars. Uh You know, the racing Areas are the Carolinas in the South right. and Wisconsin. Isn't that you know, wild? It trickles from Wisconsin, yeah. and everybody knows that and and, <laughs> yes. and loves that. So there's there's a lot of of that in racing. There's a lot of that in golf. I was just gonna say golf. 
I mean, Whistling Straits, when the first time they had, I think, was it the U.S. Open at Whistling Straits? When it, shortly after it first opened, mm-hmm. the helicopter scenes hovering over it with Lake Michigan next to it, just stunning. It, it's, it is unreal to hear these golfers that you hear who are playing in Dubai, Bali, and all these wonderful, amazing, faraway destinations. They're like, oh, yeah, but have you ever been to Aaron Hills? Yeah. It's- <laughs> like, Yes. Yes, I have been to Aaron Hills. It's pretty fantastic. And it's all on par with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It's unreal. And they're working on a new golf desk. And I don't want to get sidetracked on new developments per se, mm-hmm. but there's also another large one getting developed in central Wisconsin, near Wisconsin Rapids. Yes. Where they're trying to develop a huge golfing area and golf resort. And I know they're going to want to lure tournaments. So it's not all southeastern Wisconsin. This goes outstate. Right. And... And that's why it's sports Wisconsin and not sports Milwaukee or sports Southeastern Wisconsin. Exactly. It is the state. And Stevens Point, they have an amazing, um, it's an entire, it's called Century World. Mm, Oh, yeah. You know, and it's a sporting complex, but it also includes a world-class golf course. That's Mm -hmm. just, it's just there. (laughs) It's there for you. So you don't have to bring in the, you know, the baseball tournament to use that space. You can golf at a, at a course like that that's part of a just your normal sporting recreation department it's wild yeah we we can we tend to have higher caliber venues for things like that mm-hmm. than most especially midwestern states that were there are smaller size cities like you know stevens points what 35 40,000 right but the amenities they have are very impressive yep marshfield's kind of similar with that mm-hmm. uh, they host uh like we did this for the show cornhole tournaments. Yes. You know, and there, cause they have a venue for that and, and, a, and a bunch of other sporting events can take place in there. And suddenly, you know, they're drawing people from all over the place. Right. And it's funny because you start with a league, you know, there's a rec league through your parks and rec department and you decide that you're going to play badminton and people are into it and they play a little bit. And then we, as a, you know, sports Wisconsin team, we see that and we say, well, maybe we could bring, you know, a bigger badminton tournament. And then the next thing you know, people are into that and they want the national badminton. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Tournament to come here. It starts at one tiny spot and it just builds and builds and builds. And the next thing you know, you have visitors from all over the United States, all over the world coming here for that. And Hayward has that with the Lumberjack Championships. Mm -hmm. People don't think of it as a sport, but right. it is. Yep. You oh, know, yes. Tree climbing and log rolling, <laughs> all this cool, exciting stuff. And people do come from all over the world up to Hayward. And of course, you can't all stay in Hayward. No. Nope. I mean, there's so <laughs> many try. people you have to stay nearby <laughs> in Spooner and in all these other places. And that's one, another reason it's very good that these everybody works together right. in Sports Wisconsin to help accommodate those. That helps the smaller cities 
be able to accommodate things that normally only a larger city could. Yeah, that's exactly right. Wisconsin is not full of large cities, bottom line, but we still have business to do. We have people to attract. I think that Stephanie Klett, who is our Department of Tourism, Mm -hmm. she's fantastic at spreading the word that Wisconsin is a entire state working together. She wants everything to be about all of us. So with her going out and constantly telling other states or telling other places that this is how we work, it just builds up each department to make it better. And sports is definitely feeding off that. Yeah, her evangelization really helps. (laughs) She's wild. Yeah, but but that's great. That just helps make us more visible. Right. And I guess, you know, Sports Wisconsin works with all of these departments Mm -hmm. in in various capacities and a lot of chambers and convention and visitors bureaus, uh, but it is its own entity. Yep. It kind of allows you to do a lot of things, but get a lot of support from other groups. Right. Exactly. It's it. That's all it is, is support. And to have ideas that, again, start very small. And then the next thing you know, it's type of revolution <laughs> around, around here that we're all on board and we're all supporting the same idea. What would you say would be kind of some of the recent successes then for Sports Wisconsin, some of the work you've been doing? Recent successes are um, last year, Madison hosted the CrossFit Games Oh yeah, for the first time that I believe it was one of, it's the first time outside of somewhere on the West Coast, Vegas, LA. They came here, they came to Madison and that was a huge get. (laughs) And granted, Madison deserves all the credit for that, but it was, it was pretty awesome to go as a group out to these, to these different trade shows and attract these kinds of events. And so that's one of the things you do. Like you mentioned, you're reactive, but uh, that's with specific projects and events. You're right. very proactive when it comes to promoting the state yes. and getting the word out. And so you will go out to various trade shows and you'll have a booth out there and you'll make connections and talk with people. Correct? Right. Yep. That's what we do. Um, there are certain big shows throughout the year that are specifically sports related. We all go and we wear red and we have Wisconsin all over us and we like to you know, sponsor things for the rights holders of these events, which are the organizers. So if you own a powerboat event, we're kind of courting you to mm-hmm. come here, but there's a big group of us and we're united and you can pick out who's Wisconsin and who's not. Um, yeah, they're the ones who want chasers after their bloody marriage. Exactly. We typically bring something along with us. We don't just hand out pens. <laughs> <laughs> Old fashions are a big hit. Craft you beer. You should have shot glasses as your takeaways. Mm-hmm. That would be a, that would be a good idea. Yeah, it is. I mean, it goes hand in hand. And that's the kind of stuff that we are ahead of the game so that when these last minute events show up and they, you know, they need a venue, this is where we we go. They come and, here. And that's good. Not that we want to get into every single possible sport, but a lot of major winter sports like snowmobile racing and things mm-hmm. like that, uh, winter ATVing, summer ATVing. Uh, and then power boats, you're talking about water sports and things like that. Right. Those competitions, we have the Great Lakes and then the Inland Lakes that can really accommodate that. I mean, Winnebago is a great example of a place that could right. host that kind of stuff. Right. And you can mesh together the venues in Appleton, Oshkosh, Fond du Lac and all of that to, to really offer a comprehensive package for a group. Yes, that's, I mean, and it doesn't always have to be a sport um, that you're playing. Last year, we hosted um, the Antique Classic and Antique Boat Society. They toured the state and they ended up in Racine for their final conference, their big meeting. And they brought in hundreds of these boats that were beautiful, that cost more than my house and (laughs) my street combined. (laughs) And while it wasn't sporting, they weren't racing these boats or anything. They had them, though, in our in our marina and the community came out just to see it. 
And so it's not just performance venues for sports. Mm-mm. It's having the resources, the natural resources that allow you to participate right. in sports like boat related things. And yeah, all that. exactly. And then some of the uh, other unique things, you know, I know we're skipping around, but Kenosha is the oldest velodrome. Yep. So bike races can be there. Right. I mean, we could really put together all these comprehensive games, if you will. Yep. Almost Olympic style. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you listed them all out and gave a, you know, some type of short description on what we could offer for each of them, you would want some Olympics. It'd be a here. compelling case. It certainly it? would. I'd vote for it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so what what do you want to see in the next few years with sport? Well, how, when did it start anyway? Um, It's been in seven Seven years ago. So it started earlier this decade. Yes. In the 2010s. Yep. And what, what do you have any specific goals for the next few years? Or are you just still building the awareness and the excitement? Yes. Those right there is our goals for the next years. To build the awareness, to bring the excitement um, from outside of Wisconsin here for people to understand what we have to offer. It's it's just the whole package. It's essentially promoting. Are you also then working with some places that are considering around the state, you know, new construction on a lot of these sure. kinds of venues? Because it seems like a lot of places are building stadiums and arenas and all of that yeah. that are, for some people they're thinking, wow, this is beyond what we need, but there really is a an economic benefit to all of this too. Right. And that's when you start to get into the these ideas of softball complexes where you say to yourself, well, I have a four field complex that's right there. It's got lights, it's got bleachers. What else do we need? That's not how it works anymore because some other states have 20 field complexes that are all turf and I mean, are top of the line amenities. They also don't have winter. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, we've got, we have so good challenges. luck to that. Uh, we do. Weather plays a huge part in what we can offer sporting wise, but they may not have lakes and that means they cannot snowmobile and they cannot cross country ski. Mm-hmm. So it's a give and take. But I always tell people within our community who question if we, quote, need an additional sporting venue, you have to think of it outside of just um, a place to play sports. Because that's not what it is. It's a place to bring in people, to showcase your area, to stay in your hotels, to eat at your restaurants. It's like a thriving, to make your community thrive, this is what you need. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like, uh, it's like the sulfur on a match. That's what you mm-hmm. strike and it generates the activity you need. Like Miller Park's a good example. You know, oh, do we really need a huge venue? Like it <laughs> turned out we did. I and certainly we did. It's made things much better for the Brewers, bigger shows, bigger the soccer match is going to be there in right. July, an international one that will draw people. So this can be done around the state, perhaps on a smaller scale than a Miller Park, but you still get those kinds of draws. Yep. And, and events. I, exactly. And I don't think that people always consider that too, that whether it's outdoor, indoor, whatever, and it's made for a sport, it can host anything. Music is usually its number one partner that people forget about because you build a some type of arena or stadium, you can host music events, large ones. Look at Miller Park. And you can even host other sports. I mean, I mean on sportswisconsin.com, one of the pictures that slides around is the mm-hmm. picture of hockey game at Lambeau. Yep. You can retrofit or change things around to right. accommodate all kinds of different events. It's, I mean, and these are things that can just be, these decisions can be made and they can be put into place and we manage them and make them happen. And then they're taken down, moved out, and you're back to Lambeau Field. So your role is to promote and evangelize and get the word out around the country or the world. Right. And then when places 
land an event, do you work with them to yes. coordinate that event? Yes. Okay. I was just going to say that. That So far, it's making it sound like all we do is promote and we try to get people to come here. Once these events are here, that's when the real work starts. A lot of us spend a lot of time dealing with our local community governments to make things easier. Because if if we're not there, then each of these events, their you know their governing body has to try and convince <laughs> many of these cities to do things that they may not typically do. So what we do is we help use those relationships we already have, and help you know it's smoother, it's easier, it's better for everybody. And in a way, would it be fair to say then you also for a CVB, say in Stevens Point or Racine or mm-hmm. wherever, suddenly they get this event. It's like how are we all going to coordinate this? Sports Wisconsin kind of helps become the the extra arm. Oh, right. The and extra hand. Exactly. To make sure those things can get coordinated and done. Right. I just said the other day, I, we're hosting a beach, you know, beach soccer tournament at North Beach in Racine. And the first thing that they had on their list that they needed was bleachers to make a stadium. And I thought to myself, Racine is not going to go for that. <laughs> they don't like to add things to their beach um, because people go there and they spend time with their families. I get that. Um so I contacted some other Wisconsin cities that have beaches and I said, have you ever put bleachers on your, on your beach? And they said, oh yeah, this is how we did it. Told me how they worked with their local government. I went to mine and they said, oh, it's different, but we can do it. So without that, I would have just gone in blind. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, pro beach soccer is not happening because I'm denied. So, Well, and that's always nice when other people can give you information and then we can go to your local you know, council or right. government or wherever and you have a plan. That has been used before. Yep. That's actionable. We'll handle it. It's very easy for them to just go, okay, good, handle it. And then they can always say, look what we did. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. They do appreciate a little bit of a pat on the back. Well, good. See, that makes everybody happy and everybody wins, right? It does. Yes. That's how it should work. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sports Wisconsin, you're not, you're your own entity. Right. Um, how are you supported? How, how do you get funded? Uh, we are, we work with um, the Department of Tourism and then the Wisconsin Association of Convention and Visitor Bureaus. Um, we're kind of a a team, all the three of us together. So it's really kind of a good investment on their part because you help bring in right. events and dollars from the outside. That's exactly right. And I, I want to make this point. I always appreciate when we bring in things from outside Wisconsin because when everybody's just sharing events with themselves around the state, it, there's really no net benefit. Right. Bringing in outside money, yep. outside people. That's how you grow. Right. That's exactly, um, I mean, that's tourism in a nutshell. And that's what we want to do outside of working on sports. Most of us or all of us are part of a CVB, Convention and Visitor Bureau, around the state. And that's our job, to bring people here and show them how cool Wisconsin can be. Because if we're just talking to each other, we all know. And nobody's going to invest in the way that new people, when they come here and they get to try cool new things, they're a whole different ballgame. That's what we want. And it is kind of funny, even in the broader sense, beyond sports, when people come to Wisconsin, uh, I always forget about this when I'm here all the time, but like when I go back to Texas, mm-hmm. one of my other home states, if you will, uh, you know, people's impressions of the state are yeah. a certain way. They're better than they were two, three decades ago. Yes. Agreed. But a lot of people who have I was like, oh, you're from Wisconsin? I'm like, it's Wisconsin, but yes. And, <laughs> well, I've been there. I went there for this thing in Milwaukee. I was up there in uh, Wausau for some nice place. I like that place. That That's what brings people back. 
Right. That's exactly what we're shooting for every single day. I apologize for my Texas accent. No, I, I enjoyed it, actually. <laughs> it was quite nice. I'm, it's not a Wisconsin accent, which um, is oftentimes when we do travel or you go to a trade show, people will say, oh, well, we knew you were from Wisconsin. It <laughs> wasn't like, just what? the Bucky Badger yeah, t-shirt and right. the chaser I'm after the bloody. Hello, okay. The giant W. <laughs> but apparently it's the accent, too. Well, it, yeah, every place has a little bit of a distinctive funny, accent. We yes. are no exception. So bringing in the outside dollars, I mean, there's got to be some good economic impact all over, yes. especially in these smaller cities that can use it. Yep. The economic impact from a single sporting event is pretty substantial. Obviously, it depends on what it is and when it's running and how long it is and all of those kinds of things that fall into all events. To host anything is a bonus for a city. It is money you were never going to have. Yeah, the hotels and restaurants, especially. Just to use an example, I mean, you're from Racine. Mm -hmm. The EVP Pro Beach Volleyball. Right. Brings a ton of people to North Beach from outside the state. Right. And whether they are competing in the juniors or amateur tournament or just literally there to spectate, to watch, those are people that wouldn't be at North Beach, who wouldn't be buying food and drink from the beachside oasis, who wouldn't be walking downtown or visiting the lighthouse or doing any of those attraction things that are second nature to anyone who lives around Racine. These are new and exciting and those are dollars that we're looking for all Mm -hmm. the time. And a lot of the cities with close proximity to each other, Racine and Kenosha, and, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Milwaukee with Racine, too, can work together. Wausau, Stevens Point, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls. There's a lot of kind of cities with that are close together yes. that get mutual benefits. Sheboygan and Manitowoc is another yep. really good example. It, there's a lot of teams throughout the state that, whether it's working on, on an actual event or just reaping the benefits of the other city... There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, and in some cases, if a city near you lands an event and you don't, you don't have to do the work for it, but you can get the benefit right. of That's people a- who come to stay. And yes. And- there have been plenty of times that Kenosha has hosted an event that people have stayed in Racine Hotels because either they're sold out or it works better for their schedule to be maybe not in Kenosha. It's very symbiotic. It's all evolving all the time. And, and you guys still really are in your infancy. I mean, you started in the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. So you don't even have a track record of a decade to look at. No. But it sounds like there's a lot more traction because one thing, and as I go through like on my on state trunk tour, yep. dot com, and I go through events to talk about and post, it's all this stuff, unique things. And this is, again, Sports Wisconsin is not about trying to get the all-star game to come back to Milwaukee or the Super Bowl to be at Green Bay, which won't happen if it's, <laughs> as long as it's an outdoor and it needs to stay an outdoor venue. Yes. But so that's not your goal isn't to do that, to land those massive major league sports events. It's right. to really filter it throughout the state with a variety. Yes. It's to provide, I don't want to say quantity over quality because that's not true, but it is to provide something for everybody. Yeah. And that comes in for the quantity. Aspect. You're not looking for one big no. hit. You're looking no. for lots of... Lots of things yeah. because nobody wants one big hit. Okay, I'm going to take that back. We all want one big hit. It would be wonderful to host a gigantic event like that. And the U.S. Open last year is a perfect example well, of and that. And that's the thing. Wisconsin does get a lot of those right. big hits. And they have their own boards and directors and people who are out scouting and getting these kinds of things done. And they deserve just as much applause. It's rewarding to do that for your state. But it's the little ones, too, and all the ones that happen every day that happen on a Wednesday afternoon or a Sunday morning. Those events are just as important. And even some of the smaller, since we were talking about golf in the U.S. Open and Whistling Straits and Aaron Hills, uh, even American families having their the PGA champion. Yep. They have a PGA tournament at University Ridge. 
And yes. a lot of these places further north are hosting more golf tournaments now too, mm-hmm. weather permitting, of course. Of course. <laughs> but that's that's the nice part is the major areas that have traditionally hosted these things, the wealth is being shared now. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice to to feed off an event that goes really well and is very grand and on a big scale, you get this confidence and you breed that confidence in these events rights holders who are going to come here and they say, oh, Wisconsin can handle that. Like, look at, they did that. They can certainly handle an event in a smaller venue. It was funny with Milwaukee. I mean, we handle Summerfest and the Harley Davidson (laughs) reunions and a lot of large scale things like that, which I think proves you can handle almost any kind of event. Oh, yeah. And that reputation does go around the state. Even to talk about some other unique things uh, outside Viroqua, there's a ski jump. Yeah. That yeah. people come to from all over the world. That just happened this again this past winter. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what the, the I kind of knew it existed. I didn't know much about it. Right. Right. People traveled to come. They come there to watch that. Whether it's the competition, I they even have it open, I believe, sometimes to I don't think you can just walk up and try it, but <laughs> good God, I don't think you should do that. Scary, but yeah. Sounds a little Darwinian to me, actually. Right. Yes. It's sitting there and it's those are the kinds of things too that we have all over the state. And we just have to use them. Well, and that's really your mission. Yep. Make sure those get used. They get visited by people not only from within the state, but outside of it. Mm-hmm. And you have a very comprehensive, shall we say, list of <laughs> venues that people can check out, right? Sure. Um, on sportswisconsin.com, you can go there and check out all of this information that we've been talking about today. It's all on the website. Whether you have an event and maybe now you want to come to one of our venues or come to one of our cities, that would be the place to start. And then we get contacted from there. And you can search by region of the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can search by sport. You can search uh, a whole bunch of different ways, which is great. Uh, And then connect also to all of the convention and visitors bureaus and chambers and tourism organizations throughout the state for more specific. It's a great website. It'll get you where you want to go. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm looking at it right now, as you can <laughs> oh, see. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, everything from, you know, Milwaukee for hosting events or having mm-hmm. an event in a, in a Miller Park type venue to cable. Yep. If you want to do something with cross-country skiing with the Berkey, right. they've proven they can host those huge right. events from Hayward to cable. And other snow events are certainly... Right. Yep. And whether it's sports, I mean, even balloon, hot air balloon fests are mm-hmm. are not considered a sport, I don't think, in most people's mind. But to us, it's sporty enough. There's multiples throughout the state that host. Yeah. Hudson has a big one in the yeah. winter, which is unusual. Yeah, super cool. All of that stuff is on there. You should go there just to see what we have. Even if you have no interest in booking anything or contacting any of us, just go check out the events. Things that you wouldn't even have been aware of before. Right. It's, it's a great educational tool mm-hmm. as well as something to pump you up. About yeah. the state, really. <laughs> right. Tell your friends. Sportswisconsin.com. Check out the website. And uh, yeah, if you know people who are doing major events in other parts of the country, make, make sure they check out Wisconsin. We yes. just have more and more all the time. So I'm, I'm pleased to, to share this and yeah. help spread the word. Thanks, Eric. I so, appreciate that. Thanks, Carrie. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. And I look forward to hearing more about big events. I mean, we might do podcasts on some big events. Let's do or that. Thou- hundreds of events happening all hundreds over the Hundreds of states. small events. Okay. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> big and small. It's all good. <laughs> You've been listening to episode eight of the Eric Cast, available on your iHeartRadio app, Spreaker.com, and wherever else we can post links. So I'll look forward to talking with you episode nine. I'm Eric Paulson. Thanks again for listening.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.